morning, good afternoon, whenever and wherever you might be tuning in. This is the No Mongo Podcast. My name is Rick Beta. Glad to have you here. You can find me on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A on Twitter and Instagram. And always, you can always email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Let's do this. I posted this the other day, but, you know, I wanted to vocalize it as well, but this, I think this is the first time ever that I had my, you know, I usually try to do three topics on the show. My, I had my three topics locked in on Friday morning. Yeah, everything I wanted to discuss. I mean, no joke. I mean, normally, you know, the kind of way it goes is I'll record this show on a Monday or Tuesday. Today is Monday. <clears throat> and then, you know, depending on the schedule... I'll start the process over again, you know, kind of keep an eye on clips or anything that drops, you know, or anything that happens during the week, making a list. But knowing, you know, all well that, of course, it could change at a moment's time. But not this week. Not this week. I knew on Friday morning. Done. I'm ready. Let's do this. I didn't care what happened over the weekend. Honestly, I don't even know. I Were there any contests? I, I there, Obviously, there was a lot going on last week. It was a great week for skateboarding, so I just kind of, I, I didn't cruise it over the weekend. I just watched a lot of the old clips. So enough of that. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to it. My first topic, though, I wanted to cover today. I mean, this one had me like giddy, like a, a kid in a Lego store, okay? I mean, I had known all along it was coming eventually that it was going to land in my mailbox. And that's the latest issue of the Thrasher magazine that just came out. I can't remember what day I got it. But yeah, obviously it... It popped into my mailbox, and, and, and I got pumped. I mean, it, for one, it's so cool to see Felipe Nunez busting a 5-0 grind down. What is it like? a? I think it was a 15-stair rail. Oh, gosh. So amazing. And the interview was great, too. So if you guys, uh, you know, if you want to get some insight on kind of how he lost his legs and how he overcame it, and if you don't know, Felipe, you know, he basically does not have legs. But he kicks butt in skateboarding. So, and he lost his legs. What? How he did it is he lost them on a moving train. He was very young at the young age of six. That put things into perspective too. Is my kids are seven. So I man, that's a long time ago. I mean, I can't even imagine what his family had to go through. And he, he said he, they were very, <clears throat> very supportive. And he only has technically one knee. He lost he lost his leg. One was above the knee. The other just below to kind of give you perspective. So it's not a, a, an exact match. But that didn't stop him from living a life as like a normal kid and, you know, living life just as normally as possible. And he got a start on a longboard. And I was like, oh, that I, I would assume that was probably much more that was much more difficult to pick up than a regular board. Right. I mean, it's hard enough to push and and turn with no legs. Right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not speaking person, but I'm assuming. But on a longboard, that'd be even that'd be tougher, too. because You have more to deal with. It's longer. You can't. It, you gotta lift it. To, it's heavier to lift it up to turn. But nevertheless, I mean, I, I think what that was kind of a staple. Kind of helped him build up his arm strength to where he is at today. So it was very cool to see that. But <laughs> I love too. I love what he said when what it was a great great interview. Can't remember who the interviewer was. My bad. But. I love what he said, he, his his answer to what pisses him off the most, you'd never guess it. Or maybe you would. The rain. 
And I bet, I mean, think about how annoying would that be, you know, trying to skate around, you're pushing with your hands, just getting drenched. Literally, you push it, and you know, it, when it's rainy in your hand, it's, it's all dirty. I mean, that's, it just puts things into perspective. So, I mean, we, we, we don't really get, like, rain here in the Bay Area. Every once in a while, kind of sprinkle or whatever. Yeah, okay, cool. But I, I love that, though. That's the rain. That totally makes sense. And, and what's cool is that the guy's only 20 years old. He's been cranking out a lot of great footage, you know, on, on the regular. It's very consistent. But I had to note, put this in my notes. He's got his eye on conquering a, the loop one day. That would be cool. He be, And he believes he can do it. And I believe he can. I believe he will. That's all. That's what it's all about. And his whole life, he's just, I believed I can do it. No woe is me, no pity party, nothing. The guy's just so determined. And I can't wait to see that footage, Felipe. I, I cannot wait. It's going to happen, and it's going to be awesome. And I'll probably even start it off in my first segment of the show when that does happen. Very cool. But, I mean, not much more to say about the guy. I mean, he, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's very positive, great attitude. There's no limit to what this guy can do, literally. Doesn't matter he doesn't have his legs. And there's a whole uptick. I've seen lots of skaters coming out now. There he's he's you know, it's, he's not the only one, but he's one of the more recent ones to kind of he's on Birdhouse now. Good job also. Congrats, Tony Hawk and Birdhouse, for adding this guy to your roster. I mean, that's a solid, solid addition. Cause it's gonna bring more eyes to other skaters in Felipe's spot and his his position. Very inspirational. Oh, and I, lastly on this. Felipe, it's very interesting to see who he who his pick for Sodi is, and I I could see that happening. Felipe, I didn't even think about that. Like, that would make sense if you depending on how the, the now we're in this post Phelps era of the Sodi, and it's there's a lot of conversation going on about it. But Felipe might be right on this one too. If you look at the overall body of work this writer has. We'll just have to wait and see. But go pick up the latest issue. If you have not seen it yet, I'm not going to spoil his pick. You just have to read it, you know. But I, I kind of agree with him on that one. But there's many others, which we'll touch on later on this, this show. Sody's a tough pick this year. It, I mean, I, even last year was tough, too. If you ask me, I don't know. I got a handful of riders. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Foy, sure. Milton, sure. It's just Tyshawn, okay. You know, I mean, you could just go on and on. It's so I'm glad I'm not choosing Basie. I just get to sit back and go, oh, that was a good pick. Or, oh, I don't know. You know, that's easy for us to say. So well done, Felipe. You are an inspiration. I am following you on Instagram, and it's a pleasure to just see where you're at now and, you know, where you're going to be. So awesome. I mean, that cover, that's one I'm keeping. You know, I've, I've mentioned before that I don't really keep the magazines anymore just due to space. And, you know, that one, that, I'm keeping that one. That one's awesome. Ugh, stretching. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> okay, now I want to shift over to the Dime Street Challenge event that recently went down in Montreal. I didn't get to go, but did you guys see it? It's about a nine-minute nine video recap of it. And I know I'm a little late to the party, but uh, I finally watched it. But, man, that was good. 
And I have to agree with at Bruce Daddy on Twitter in that, yeah, it's a bucket list item to go see that live. Totally agree with you. Totally 100%. Maybe we can find a, you know, two for one deal at Bruce Daddy. You know, you, you never know. But yeah, I mean, to to see it on video is one thing. To see it in person, I bet just, oh, it's insane. Did any of you guys see, anyone listening, have you seen, did you go see that last one, specifically that last one? That was insane. But basically, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you haven't seen it yet, I'll give you a quick recap. It's it's basically nine minutes of footage of the loudest, ooh, ah, the oohs and ahs, like, oh, like, seriously, that's all you hear. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Bangers after bangers after bangers. And it all started off with the boss, you know, Andrew Reynolds. He did a little shifty flip. It wasn't it wasn't his best shifty flip, but he got it, you know, at least for the video. It got it started and got me pumped up. And it all got crazy from there. And I think, well, actually, I know. I'm just I'm just letting you know. Mason Silva stole the show. That guy destroyed it. Destroyed every part of that uh, event. And there was even a Suchu sighting. Yeah, yeah. We all know I'm going to talk about him next. But I bet he was annoyed because probably like he knows that people are looking at him, that they want to ask when is Verso coming out, but they don't. Maybe some of them that are close to him did. And, you know, he was probably just like, don't talk to me, guys. Just, you know, it's coming soon. Just, and, you know, leave me alone. But anyways, next. But <laughs> the event started off. Ugh. So everyone was busting stuff over at White Picnic Bench. And it, they it was sideways and they turned it the long ways. That poor bench did not stand a chance. Suchu, you know, he actually, he, he shut the thing down, actually. He did a, a kickflip back nose blunt. So I'll give Suchu that. Give him that. But Mason Silva did some great tricks on it, too. But everyone was like, all right, next. Suchu shut that one down. Then they had this little, like, short downhill event. You know, you basically run, get some speed. You ollie over a garbage can on this, like, kind of short hill. And you blast through these like cutout silhouettes. I think it was probably styrofoam or whatever. It was just it was easily breakable. Those didn't stand a chance from whacking balls, big guns. Guy just plowed through it. You know, <laughs> and I thought about you know uh, Beeble if he was around. I think he's in India still. What he would have done? You know, big guns, baby, big guns. <laughs> uh, and then of course they moved on to this like. It was this huge bank. It's not really a wall, but, you know, they moved on to that. So there was, you know, this is where it started to get, as I put in my notes, really gnarly. Mason Silva, once again, flexed his muscles here as well. I mean, seriously, Mason, don't ever sleep on that guy. Ever. That guy will get you. Well done, Mason. But seriously, it's... and, and what okay moving on from mason they finally moved you know the herd of skaters to what it was about a 16 stair hubba and this thing was big and it was steep you know basically a perfect fit for like ryan desenzo right or <laughs> this guy some guy named unknown and pardon me if i don't know this guy is he really unknown i don't know i'm just kind of rolled with it because i was caught up in the skating did you see that guy I've never seen Andrew Reynolds more nervous or concerned in my life. Watch it again and pause it at like right at 545, 546. Right when the dude's, he was basically, he was looking at Andrew 
giving him a thumbs up, thumbs down. Should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it or not? Then Andrews was like, I don't know, dude. You don't look like you could do it. And then he said, F it. You know, and then it went, went on. And it's like, <laughs> oh. But, I mean, Andrew looks so worried. And he, as he should have. He, he was rightfully, he had every right to be worried. <laughs> and if only we could have been inside his head right then, he was probably like, dude, this guy is going to get wrecked. It was hilarious. But what happened next was, I mean, it was extremely graphic in nature, though. I mean, Mr. Unknown, I don't know who this guy is, proceeded to get as much a speed as possible, sail his way, bam, smack, literally. I mean, he broke his butt or his back or both, and right from the pop, you saw that something was wrong. The board was never directly under his feet. He was literally doomed from the start. There was no going back. He was all in. That hurt me here in California. That was brutal. And I was hoping that, you know, someone out there or someone would have some insight into this unknown guy because as soon as he hit the ground, I knew it was only a matter of seconds till they edit to another shot, another clip. That dude was done. Toast. He definitely broke something. But he played it off well. <laughs> well, if he did, of course. If he did. But let me know if the guy has a GoFundMe campaign or something because, you know, I want to make sure the guy's okay. I want to make sure, you know, he gets his funds to or his broken back or his broken butt. But that was so tough to watch. I just kind of wish they would have given us a little warning on that. Like, warning, you're about to see something graphic nature. But rest up, Mr. Unknown Dude with a broken tailbone. <laughs> wow. You, I mean... To your credit, you gave a, a good attempt. I'll give you that. But, the man, that hurt. Mr. Unknown. But, uh, oh, must not forget. I'd be remiss if I, if I did not mention this. Huge shout-out to the DJ. Did you hear those hits? That guy, that DJ was rocking the hits. All of them, like, from the 80s. All the ones I was like, yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. Well done. Dine Street Challenge, or as I'll call it for now, the, the Mason Silva Street Challenge. Okay, until next time. I mean, it's definitely something I, I do want to see in real life. And it was actually cool to see Suchu so, show some emotion as well. You see that, dude? That guy, show, he smiled. You saw some teeth. Yeah, that was good. But if you have not seen it, I'll put the link in show notes. Watch it again and again and again. And, uh, Somebody reach out to Mr. Unknown. And finally, speaking of Mark Suchu, I tweeted this out last Thursday when that video graced us with its presence, saying, you know, I wasn't gonna I was gonna hold up my thoughts and takes and etc. on Verso until today. Well, today is well, today, so it quickly summed it up. I really enjoyed the part. I've seen it multiple times already, and there'll be plenty more. Did it live up to the hype? Yeah, it did. I mean, that's what I was worried about. It's like, because usually nothing lives up to the hype. It's like, oh gosh, you know, especially if it's something that's gaining that much momentum and everyone's talking about it and everyone's getting impatient. It's like, oh, it's not going to live up to the hype. But we're talking about Mark Suchu, you guys. I mean, the guy is so quick on his feet. I can only imagine, like, literally, like, if you could hook up like a brain scanner while he's skating just to see what's going on in his brain. You know, he's rolling around on four wheels and he can twist and turn. As he's even now, he's getting older. 
We're all getting older. But he can he twists and turns like those old He-Man toys I used to have. You remember those? Like you twist it, like you're you're battling, and then you let it go and just punches. Like you could literally twist it almost full 180. And I'd do that, I'd rotate them all the way back and release. Whack. You know? That's what Mark can do, but like on a skateboard, like in real time, like all the time. That's pretty insane. And it's not a surprise. It was this video was definitely on brand with Mark Suchu's style, his 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 skating, the music selection, all that. And you know, and I know the world is gonna be dissecting this, you know, fine piece of art for the next few weeks. I try to keep it I try to keep that in mind, you know, while I was watching it. And I watched it just one well actually no, I watched it the day it came out, I watched it just one time. That's it. And I tried to I just took it all in. I didn't even try to give no emotion to it. I gave it my full attention. I didn't have my phone on. I watched on my laptop, a little bit bigger screen. And I waited a full twenty four hours until I watched it again. I just want to I'll come fresh, okay. I wanted to you know. And it and it does. It gets better with multiple viewings. And that's how Mark, I guess, wanted it. I know there's so much backstory on this, and I'm pretty sure every single podcast out there is going to be talking about it. So I'm going to get a lot of insight as I catch up with all the shows I listen to. But I, I had some notes. So I had I was trying to get into in this guy's brain the message. I mean, did you guys notice that there were like a few select tricks that were shown twice? Yeah. And it was from, it was either like a clip would happen, a trick would happen, and then it would happen again. Sometimes maybe at a different angle. You know, sometimes maybe not, or actually not, yeah, not a an in-edit trick, you know, but it would be twice. So I started taking notes of these, and I and I started to feel smart. I started to feel like, I, I get it, Sushu, I, I get it. Am I right? Wait, wait, no. <laughs> don't answer that, Sushu, don't. But I started taking notes, and here were <clears throat> some of those tricks. So the first one that really stood out to me was that front board to fakie, down the multi-kink rail, Yeah. That one actually was the first, I paused it there. I was like, whoa, I need to watch that again. Because that trick is so common and basic, but he made it look so easy Cut down the multi-king. I had to do a pause and rewind. And he made it look so easy. So that was one. And then the ollie, you know, the ollie, yeah, that one. And you can tell he had to work really hard for that one. I mean, he used every single muscle in his legs. That one you saw, probably the, the only trick, actually, now I think about it, that showed he had to put effort in it. All the rest, it looked like he's just walking in the park, you know, drinking lattes while he's skating like a, a crazy, insane madman, you know. So that was rad. So those are two tricks that popped. I'm like, okay, we saw it, saw it twice. And then there was the cabalarial. Same thing, shown twice. Am I overthinking this, you guys? Or am I kind of onto something? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys would tell me if I'm like losing my mind, right? Like, Rick, slow down. You're overthinking it, dude. Watch the video and just suck it all in. But, oh, and there was one more. One more that kept me up for days. Tossing, turning, sweaty night. I was just nightmares. It was bad. It was bad. But the pigeons at five minutes and 19 seconds were also shown twice. Do you think I'm lying? Go look at it now. What? What is the meaning, Mark? Am I on track, Mark? Just let me, just just give me a nod. Am I on track? What is the meaning behind all those tricks? Anyone else find the meaning? The pigeons? 
Am I putting it all together? Have I lost my mind? I'm pretty sure, like I said, a lot of skate podcasts are going to be talking about this. So maybe I'll be patting myself on the back or maybe I'll just check myself into a mental uh, institution. Or, you know what, I might even take next week off if I can't figure it out. I don't know. That's how insane it is. That's, see, what, see what you've done, Mark? And that's actually cool. You made me think. You made me fire some different synapses in my brain that maybe haven't even used in a while. But overall, it's a fantastic part. It was well worth the wait. Bravo. Very good. But I, I do have to end on one complaint. One main complaint I have about Verso. And I'm guaranteed to be in the minority here. I'm probably going to lose a lot of followers, a lot of listeners. It was about the music selection, namely the first song we heard. Now, I'm not I'm not into Beirut. I believe that's the name of the band. They're cool. I dug the vibe, but I would have assumed, and of course, this was probably all hold up due to music rights and whatever, but I would have assuming, and you know what happens when they say you assume, I was hoping that you would start the video off with Brenda Lee's I'm sorry so sorry <laughs> you know what i mean you know just a tip of the cap to us fans who were impatiently waiting that was pretty good though right that, you know i'm not a singer but that's you know, that wasn't bad Brenda Lee's i'm sorry i would have started the video off with that it would have set the pace, set the tone. And, you know, we all forgave you when the video came out anyways. And it's one that we're all going to watch and talk about for a long time. So it's all good. I just, I had to, I had to vocalize that. That was my one main complaint, man. Just give us a little nod. See, I'm sorry. You guys had to wait. But I, I did actually, <laughs> my crazy brain, I did listen to that song and play the video in the background. And it works, too. You guys should try it. <laughs> uh, but anyways... I I don't know what else to say. Mark, that was that was great. It was on brand. It's everything I have seen, you know, similar to what you've done. You've done so many amazing tricks and we're just going to yeah, going to leave it at that. Uh, I'm looking forward to listening to all the other podcasts now cuz maybe they've all seen something that I didn't see and then I'll have to revisit it. So, this was fun. This was very fun. It's very unlike any other video part that I recall in I don't know, the past 30 years. Right. You know, it's, it was a cool experience. So I, I just I think Verso is it's going to be one of those ones and be talked about for a long, long time. Let me know your thoughts. What did you guys see? No manga podcast at gmail.com on social media. You guys know where to find me or you can just go no mongo.com. But yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Unless, like I said, I, I do not figure out this whole suit you Verso mind game that we all just experienced see ya